reading from the Chaitanya Bhagavat, Anjalila, chapter 3, text 198. Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jai Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Avadutera Manusha Shakti Nahi Balaram Sparshe Ki Anyera Dehirahi This Abaduta's strength is not that of a human being. How else could one survive <coughs> touching Balaram? Om Ajnana Timarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Taksur Unmalatam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Sayam Rupakadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam Pancha kalpa tarubhyascha, kripa sindhu bhayevacha, <coughs> patitanam bhavanebhyo, vaishnavebhyo namo nama, Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Prabhu Nityananda, Siyadvaita Gadadhar, Shivasa de Brinda. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So greetings from the Jagannath <coughs> Healing House in Hudson, New York, and I click on the participant button so I can see who's joining the class. Thank you very much. I've mentioned many times that in the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, there's two types of service for Vaishnava. One is called paricharya. That's the physical acts of service. Yeah, offering Guru Puja and these kind of things and just physical type things. And then there is the parishavana, hearing. The wonderful thing about hearing and why it's so appreciative that if you hear from a Vaishnava, um, you also engage him or her in service. 
That's why Srila Prabhupada mentions in one of his purports that that feeling of gratitude for those who give one, afford one the opportunity to preach Krishna Kata is the basic impetus or the basic missionary principle. So my gratitude to the to the Wednesday faithful, I really appreciate. <clears throat> Especially as COVID gives people their back to work. COVID, well, at least now, well, anytime it means people could go out and various things. But this was one of the benefits of COVID that I increased the, the Krishna Kata. Now, the, the context of this is very, very, I think, very simple. Lord Chaitanya now is settled in Puri. His intimate associates who were born all over Bengal, now all over the world, to assist him in his pastimes, assemble in Jagannath Puri, the Dham. Just saying that, uh, I'm feeling so much separation from that type of thing where you meet in the Dham, the Holy Dham, and it's one of the five most potent items of devotional service. And there's a special potency there also. I remember Prabhupada listening to a tape by Prabhupada. He was in a room in Vrindavan and he was talking to someone about some subject and he concluded, you know, at the end of their life, you know, a dog dies, even a dog goes back to God. And then he said, that is the power of, of the Holy Dham. Every place has a Shakti or a potency. You know, when you go to New York, you feel a certain energy of passion, which is why New York attracts passionate people and why it's such a hub and center um, of passionate activity in the world. In fact, in uh, Monday morning greetings, which is the precursor to, uh, no, in greetings from Vrindavan, which was the pre precursor to Monday morning greetings. I once wrote, wrote an article of why New York became New York according to the modes of material nature. First discussing its geography surrounded by water and so many things and how it attracted people who produced other people who attracted people. So each place has a potency, just like it's described in the beginning of the Bhagavatam, that the Bhagavatam was spoken as Naimasharanya. And in the commentary, it said, if the universe was like a wheel, Naimasharanya was the hub, and it had a particular potency to, for, for sacrifice, and therefore was spoken there. 
And in the Bhagavad Gita, the very first verse, Dharma Shetre, Kurukshetre, Samaveta, Yutsava, Mamaka Pandavas, Chaiva, Kimakur, what did my sons and the sons of, of Pandus do? Assembling here in Kurukshetra, which is Dharma Shetra, had a potency. Why do you think the residents of Vrindavan on the solar eclipse and the residents of Dwarka went to uh, Brahma Sarovara in Kurukshetra because there, there, is a, there is a potency. There is a potency. So, um, I'm missing the Dom, and I think we're all missing the Dom to kind of feel that potency. I think by Krishna's grace, it must open soon. That's what I'm thinking. Anyway, the devotees assemble there. And then what do devotees do when they assemble? Machita, matkata, frana, bodhiyantas, parasparam. They enlighten one another. There's Krishna kata, but specifically, kler doshe nidhe rajan eko asti mahagunan kirtanadeva krishnasya mukta sangam parambajet. In this age of Kali, it's an ocean of faults, but there's one good quality. There's one good quality, and that one good quality supersedes all the other bad qualities. And that is the, the impetus and potency of, of, of Kirtan. So Lord Chaitanya immediately begins to do Kirtan. And when I read these pastimes of, of Chaitanya Bhagavat and Lord Chaitanya doing kirtan, it really strikes me in the heart that this is the, the, the Yuga Dharma. The Yuga Dharma, this is the, 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 the Dharma. And, and basically what Dharma is, is it, Dharma is that activity which elevates the consciousness and different levels, even in material dharma, you do it because it, it, it elevates your consciousness. But the survive pumso paro dharmo, ito bhakti radoksiji, hoitaki apatiyata yayatma supersede. Survive pumso paro dharma, but the supreme dharma, the thing that, that elevates the consciousness most efficaciously. Yuto Bhaktir Adoksaji. Bhakti, devotion to God directly. That's what the whole Bhagavatam is about. It starts with a question in Vyasadeva's mind of what is the Dharma for this age. So it's it's a powerful thing. Krishna Varnam Twisha Krishnam Sangopangasta Parshadam Yagyai Sankirtanai Prayer Yajanti Hi Sumedasaha. Actually, I actually have some Vaidya's cup if you ran out. So I'll take this down. It's okay. 
Yeah, but, well, just in general. Um, Yajanti he sumedasa, sumedasa means intelligent, sumedasa, those who are extremely intelligent, they take to this yagya of Sankirtan. And I, I'm just saying that, and I'm preaching to myself, I had that realization that I have to do more kirtan. And I, I remember there was this one person who's very close to me, and it, but he took initiation in a line which we don't so much have um, regard for Nitai Gaur, Radhe Sham, Hare Krishna, Hare Ram. They chant that. Um, and they were my neighbors. Uh, but I had one very, uh, what a nice Vaishnava, what a nice person. And I would stay in his family house in Delhi. And this person was such a, such a wonderful person. And he had the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, but his guru told him to chant. And he would go into his deities alone because his guru told him for a half hour, he would be like banging kartals and chanting loudly. Krishna, Krishna Kirtana Gananartanapano Pemamritambo Nidhi the six Goswamis, Krishna Kirtan, loud Kirtan. They were merged in it. And we're Anugaha, we're Rupa Anuga, we're Prabhupada Anuga, we follow. Even a codice, the main reason to, to, to follow a codice is because the great saints follow a codice and we follow what they do. Sato Brite, one of the six most powerful most things mentioned in the Upadeshamrata, Utsaha Nisyadarya Satobrate, that we you 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 follow the sadhus. And it always gives this image of it gives two images. One is, you know, there's a dark ocean and, and kind of the sadhus leave, leave the light posts so that you can actually go or the other beautiful one is they cross the ocean with the boat, but they leave the boat on the other side for you. So anyway, Bodhiyantas Parasparam, Lord Chaitanya did kirtan. In that sense, I'm also missing Puri. Was that such a joy? So much kirtan. A lot of people already have informed me actually, if, that, if we have our Puri Acha, they're definitely going. Uh, but right after the breakfast and kata in the morning and then going out by kirtan, it's wonderful. And then after we have that image of Lord Chaitanya, then you have the image of Lord Nityananda because it's these two brothers. In the beginning of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, I was studying it. You know, they both arise, the sun, the sun, Lord Chaitanya, and the moon, Lord Nityananda and somehow this incredible phenomena that they, they rise simultaneously to kind of give the moon, the, the sun has the image of light. Light has the image of, of clarity. The mode of goodness gives light, it gives clarity. Just like I, I, I'm reading my book and the, the print is too small 
and I have this light that I clip on and I can see it. Be, and the moon, Nittai Pada Kamala Koti Chandra Sushitala. Sushitala, it means soothing, like a thousand moons, Lord Nityananda. So now you have the, the, the image of Lord Nityananda. And it, it's kind of a complimentary thing. In, in Godhead, there's God and servitor God. This Krishna, who is Akila Rasamrita Murti, he's enjoying all the varieties of the Rasas. And then for, for his service, he expands his Balaram. And here in this Puriyatra, it, it, it's, it's so analogous to Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nityananda because Lord Chaitanya is going to focus on the internal reason for his descent. But what about the external reason why he came for others to give Krishna consciousness and then Lord Nityananda goes out and follows it. So this this taste and this taste and distribution, which is the essence of our practice, this taste and, 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 and distribution. And there's so much connected. Just like uh, like giving Krishna conscious and compassion or tasting Krishna consciousness, preaching Krishna consciousness. If you don't sufficiently taste Krishna consciousness, you won't have the compassion to actually give it to others because you're not valuing it yourself. And therefore you won't be able to feel deeply in your heart how much people are missing it. Rather, you may develop envy for people on the outside who are tasting material life more than you. So there's always this tasting and distributing and, and giving it actually, it gives one the taste of compassion and, and, and also inspires therefore one in, in his practice. So therefore there's this image of Lord Nityananda but here he's an Avadut. An Avadut means deliberately or existentially, socially contrary. Socially contrary because one does not want to become entangled in the world. And a classic example is Bart Maharaj when he, he was at Bhava and then he became attached to a, a baby deer and he became distracted in his Krishna consciousness and he lost his Krishna consciousness. And then he took birth as a deer, yam yam bapi smaram bhavam tajantyante kalevaram tam tam evaiti konteya Whatever you're thinking, whatever you're thinking, not just your mind won't be working, your thinking will be your, your, your mood. Your mood transcends your mind. Prabhupada gave the example of an old man who was very, very sick and a beautiful nurse walked in and he was looking at her. So your mood, whatever your mood is at the time of death, because the, the intellectual and mental faculties won't be really working. So whatever your mood is, to that nature you will go. So Bart Marge went to a deer, but was by, by reaching Baba, he was somehow conscious 
and then get get born as Jutta. Jutta means I don't know the proper word. Mentally disabled. We used to call it retarded. I don't know if that's the right word anymore. But mentally retarded. So he act, acted contrary, but he did it deliberately because he didn't want. We discussed this extensively in, in, in the story of Raghunath Das Goswami. There's a stage where you need your material desires satisfied to progress in Krishna consciousness. And there's a stage where you, you need to neglect your material desires to advance in Krishna consciousness. So he was at the stage that he needed to neglect them. He didn't need that social interaction. He didn't need that to realize tattva. He didn't need to be peaceful on the material platform. Because at Bob, Bob, one of the qualities of Bob is that you're indifferent. You're not just aloof from the objects, you're indifferent. So he has staged Bob and he just, there was some slight distraction kind of pulling on, 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 on his soft nature his compassionate nature, just like Arjuna was praised and criticized. He was soft-hearted. He was praised because it was the nature of devotee. But then he became criticized because that distracted him from Krishna consciousness. That distracted him. Kutas twas kashmilamidam bishame samupastidam anarya, just wherever these impurities come from you. Wise lament neither for the living nor the dead. So this this concept of Abhaduta, he's contrary. He, he's contrary. So and, and, and for Lord Nityananda, it's not just that he's playing that role. He has a particular personality, and we learn from the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu that when you become perfect, I, I give the example. There's different shapes of metal when they're put in fire they become heat and light they're the same and they're different so purity is the same and it's different so there's different minds that become energized and i just remember two one is the called the pebble in the pond that means that your mind is such that emotions are effusive and one is called the volcano in the ocean it means your emotions are very much not displayed. So, so Nityananda is kind of personality. He has a personality and he's very childlike. And, and, and childlike means that, that you're, you're completely dictated by your heart, but his heart is pure. So he's completely dictated by his heart. And he's not coming down to any platform necessarily of like mudjum, where for preaching you have discriminated. It's just his heart and, and, and he's playful and he has this nature. And, 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 and it's just like that with certain people, even cer certain people are more thoughtful and certain people are not thoughtful. And this is a very deep spiritual platform. So what does he do? He sees Jagannath and he runs on the altar and he, and, and he goes to hug Jagannath and then the, the, the goes to hug Balaram because he, Lord Nityananda is in the mood of Sakya Ras. 
And, and he goes to grab Balaram and the guards, and they're very heavy and poor. They come to grab him and, and he just throws them away six feet. And then he takes Balaram's garland and just starts walking out with Balaram's garland. And then the guard is so shocked. He says that, that this is not a human being. Otherwise, how can one survive after touching Balaram? Yeah, imagine someone going to the altar. It, it, it's, there are reactions. And I've actually seen extremely heavy reactions in the Dham. And I felt it. I, I remember one time I was in Vrindavan, no, in Mayapur. I was in the temple and there was <clears throat> Bhakti Rakshaka Sridhar Maharaj was becoming very kind of prominent and, and God brothers who weren't satisfied were taking shelter and there was some and then I saw that off the Vyasasan someone like imitated and mocked him and I left the temple by God's grace but I, you could feel something heavy. And then later, what happened was, is the temple was attacked. And I think they took the small deities. Sometimes Krishna will, could also leave a place. Sometimes that could happen. So he, he touched Balaram, and, and how can he survive that offense? It's God. How can he survive? You know, and this concept, this, this concept of the internal and, and acting on the internal, that's also called Raganuga Bhakti. But you but to do that effectively, see the difference between Vaidhi Bhakti and Raganuga Bhakti is Vaidhi Bhakti, there's a faith in the rules. You go to Mongol Artik and you feel you get credit after the conch club bows I've attended. You're chanting your rounds and you feel you get credit when the last one's pulled down by Krishna's grace after chanting for so many years. I don't really think so much of the numbers. Um, I have my vow, but I don't, I don't think so much of the numbers. So that's Vaidhi. And, and Raganuga Bhakti is more the, your faith is in your consciousness at the time that will get you benefit. The problem is before you have that consciousness and you are, are spontaneously attracted to God, so that's what your mind is when you let go of your intelligence. <laughs> when Nityananda lets go of his discrimination, he's just, his bhav, his devotion. So someone in Raganuga Bhakti, he, he, he's, he doesn't have to act on the platform of this is for my benefit, I will do it. But unless you get to that platform, unless you act on that platform, you will not really think of Krishna so much. And therefore, Jiva Goswami says something very, very brilliant in the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. 
he gives the term ajata ruchi raganugavati. Ajata means jata means born like janmastami, janma born. Jati means your caste where you're born. Ajata before born ruchi raganugavati. So how can that be? He says to the extent that we're not spontaneous, we have to obligate ourselves to regulation. We have to obligate ourselves to regulation. But at the same time, have that internal resolve to fix the mind on a spontaneous relationship with Krishna. And he gives the example that one is chanting his Gayatris and he's chanting the um, chanting the Kama Gayatri but he's meditating on, he's meditating on, he's consciously meditating at that time. He's put himself, I do this at three times a day and I regulate myself, but he's putting his mind on Krishna blowing the flute and Vamsivat and aspiring to have that call in his mind. To one day actually have that kind of hearing that and seeing that. So now here's Lord Nityananda. Mata Hasti. <laughs> it's funny how many of the words you know after a while. Mata is bad. Unmata Mukha Jadavat. Who is described like that? Um, Sukadeva Goswami, he was wandering around. Jadavat, like the same, like Jadavat, Jadavat, Vat means like, 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 like mentally disabled, disabled. Mukha, like a fool. Unmata, Mata means mad. Unmata, very mad. So it's Unmata. Hasti, like a mata hasti, like a mad elephant. He, he dara mushi param raki bari. So I can control a mad elephant. So how can a human being escape my grip? Because these are the people that are, are protecting Lord Jagannath. And, and sometimes there are a particular class of people, the ones that hold the, the you know, they, they have the responsibility of taking, there's a class of people and they, they they have the service of taking Jagannath from the temple. It's spectacular. One year, Lila Velasini just spontaneously went to Puri by herself during the Ratiatra and met this couple who had seats in the stand, like, like a stadium right over it. She was sending me videos and they're carrying out Jagannath on these pillows. And, and, and Jagannath's like he has these peacock feathers on his head and they're like shaking as he's like moving it. And people are cheering. So these people are very powerful. So they say he's got three from my grip. He's not ordinary. Hena Mutahasti, Dridha, Kuriyadhari. Although I caught tightly hold of his hand, I was thrown back like a blade of grass. 
the respectable temple guard fought in this way. He's called Padahari Mahashai. He's a, Mahashai means great person. It, it, he thought, Chinte, he thought, Nityananda Dekile Karena, he saw, he, he, when he saw Nityananda later, he felt humbled. And that's actually a, 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 a wonderful feeling because the platform of humility is the platform where you can feel love. No one feels love on the platform of pride. So Vaishnavas like to feel humbled. There's a term that Pradumna gave me, sadhu sarg. There's a friction sometimes between sadhu. You can have a friction with a sadhu because when you see a sadhu, you feel humbled and it challenges your station and, and your, your life. Yet Nityananda Sarup, whose natural characteristics was like that a child, embraced the God with affection. So he was so powerful, but then he was like a child. So he's not calculating anything. It was this powerful emotion, leave me alone. I'm with Lord Balaram. And then he sees this great, this servant of Lord Jagannath and like a child. If you saw my, my Monday morning greetings, I wrote this article called The Jewish Alachua, and it was based on, <laughs> which now Kadamba and everyone looks out the window at this family and they have these little kids. And I described this one kid like six inches and how, how wonderful it was. He was outside, you know, free and children. The main thing about a child is he wants to learn. So they don't want to be restricted. They want to put things in their mouth and go around and find things. So it's hell. that's why cities are so hellish for children. Because children want to go outside, they want to explore, they want to look at things, they want to see colors, they want to... So I thought, I, I looked outside, I was like, wow, it's so natural. And barely this child can walk. And he had this toy lawnmower. And it was just so nice. So when I described that, then, then Jayadev, Kadamba's husband, he started to look out the window. And it, it's just like, watch these kids. And, you know, and they sometimes go halfway down the block by themselves on their scooters and their helmets and their little bicycles. And then they come back. So he saw that the, 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 the kid, you know, the little kid, the six inch kid, we call him, he fell and he hit his head. And then he started to cry. And then his father heard him cry and his father came out. And he, he, he picked him up by the arm and he put him up. <laughs> The kids stopped crying. <laughs> the kids stopped crying. So Nityananda is like a child. You know, he's like angry. And now he's, you know, this is what happens when you're on the emotional platform. But this is really from Shuddha Sattva. It's not material goodness. Or we say, we say Sattvika Bhav. It doesn't mean the mode of goodness. It means it's coming from reality. It's a, it's a thing that's coming from your true self. So he's on this platform. So, and it's hard to understand because everyone, even great souls, they have to negotiate the world. And, and you know, if, if you're a great soul in this world and your job is to spread Krishna consciousness, you have to negotiate, you have to understand the world. How do people think? How do I present myself? You control your emotions, even Lord Chaitanya, 
he was outside in such separation from Lord Chaitanya. He was in such separation, but out of consideration, I love this, out of consideration for, for his disciples who loved him so much that they would feel what he felt, he controlled himself. But Lord Nityananda is an avadut. He has no social concerns. And when a person has no social concerns, you can either look at them as a great saint, or you can look at them as someone who's crazy. And I see that sometimes with devotees who don't have that social conception, either in the way they dress and the way they act, but they actually have like a real great devotion. And then if they make it through after 30, 30 or, 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 or so many years, then, then people start to see their heart and devotion. I'm, I'm thinking of, of one, I'm thinking of two devotees, but I'll mention one. I have a god brother named Mahavishnu. And sometimes it could, you know, he has this crazy hat. And the sanyasto, he this crazy hat. I can't explain it. And he does. But after a while, after seeing this guy go for 50 years doing Harinam Kirtan without it, so what, you know, all of a sudden not having social concern, man, damn it, I should not have social concern. <laughs> I should be out there spontaneously dancing like a madman and giving the holy name to everyone. So it's something like that with Lord Nityananda. What is it? Uh, damn the torpedoes full steam ahead. There's a, a, a military, there's a military, um, there's a military term where you're being attacked, you know, and the torpedoes are coming and you, you, you have no choice. And it's, it's called damn the torpedoes, full steam ahead. So it's a subtle consciousness in, in someone like Lord Nityananda, you know, damn the social thing, you know, full steam ahead. So he, he, then he embraces the God with affection. And he said, although, oh, some days after that, Gorchan, the husband of Lakshmi took up residence on the shore of the ocean. So now there's another, the story is now switching back to Lord Chaitanya. It's going to be described, he's on the ocean and how satisfying that is. I remember when we were with Pradyumna, I had this um, place, Sherbourne, Massachusetts is just outside suburb of Boston, which is very affluent. And Janaki Ram, who's this young, he was a young brahmachari going into the academy. And I put together about 10 young brahmacharis who were going to the academy. And I told you before, I wanted them to have camaraderie when they were going into the academy. The academy means academia. You know, they, they were studying in school and they got their PhDs. So I want, and I wanted them to have good sangha. So I had a, a, a giant way to margin Pradyumna. They would come. And it was a big mansion. And we stay in this big mansion, had a big swimming pool outside. So Pradyumna would only bathe in the swimming pool in the morning. And, and he, he would say, this term for Sanskrit for ocean is samudra. He said he, he wanted samudra snan. 
So, and in fact, in the Madhva Sampradaya, and I, I described this before, their sannyas is so strict. When there's time for the next Acharya, now the next Acharya will be the junior Acharya. It means the senior Acharya has passed away and the junior Acharya becomes the senior Acharya. So depending on when the, you know, that happens, he could be, he could have been, you know, the, the senior Acharya could have been 90 and he could have been 60. Or sometimes what happens, he's very young. So this one, he may even still be alive. I mean, he's been for 70 years, the senior Acharya. And, and so anyway, the way they do it, when they choose their next Acharya, they go to a village of, of pure Brahmins and they get the astrological charts of the children and they look for someone who really has that karma. And in 500 years, none of their sannyasis ever fell down. They, they, um... So one of the most reputable one, Pajava Swami, because there's eight at a time, in that, uh, he came to Prabhupada's centennial and he stayed out in the hut, but he could only bathe in the ocean. So in the morning, he went to the ocean. An ocean, or they have a, a tank of water. They call it a tank. They call it like a kun water. So Lord Chaitanya, now he's concentrating on the internal reason for his descent, and he's choosing the environment to facilitate that. So he's greatly pleased to see the most enchanting spot on the shore of the ocean. Dekia Santosh Bara. Santosh, satisfied, Bara, great. He sees Sindhu Tirastan to be situated on the Stan. Manohar. What was pleased? His mind. Ramya was so happy and satisfied, greatly pleased to see this enchanting. As the moon shone and the wind blew from the south, Sri Sachinandana sat down on the shore of the ocean. So it's so purifying. The wind is coming off the ocean and then the moon at the night, you can see it, it's shining on the ocean. And this is inspiring him. The Sarva Anga Sri Mastika Shobita Chandane Niravari Hare Krishna Boli Sri Vandane The forehead and the entire body Sarva Anga Sri Mastika is adorned. Shobita, Shobita means to make beautiful, like Shobayatra, very beautiful prey. Shobita Chandine, he's made beautiful by this sandalwood pulp. And Niravati, always Hare Krishna Bole, he always chanted the Hare Krishna from his mouth. His chest was beautifully adorned with flower garlands. And he was surrounded on all sides by his devotees. Chatur Diki, Chatur 4, Diki, the directions. He was always surrounded on all sides by his devotees. Malaya, flower garlands, Purnita, Baksha. 
beautiful. The waves of the ocean look most attracted at night. The Lord smiled as he looked at those waves. I'll tell a very intimate story. You know, at different times in my life, institutionally, it became heavy for me. So one time it was extremely heavy. And I was in Mayapur and Radhanath Swami, he, he, he came to my room and he said, he said, come with me. And we went to the bank of the Ganga. <laughs> he thought that would be good for me. And, and, the, and he said, just feel the breeze. And then he was describing how, you know, the breeze is, is carrying the droplets of water from the Ganga. So that's also like bathing in the Ganga, the mist. When you're in Mayapur, I mean, the only thing that gets me is leaving Mayapur and catching an early flight because in the winter there's such fog. There's such fog and it's like, a, it's just a two lane highway. It always, I, uh, last time I went with Radha Charan, I don't know if his wife is here in this one though. We went to a hotel, we left in the afternoon <laughs> and stayed in a hotel so we'd go in the morning and I'd have to do that. But that mist in the morning, where's that mist coming from? It's coming from the Ganga. Mayapur is really Odarya Dham. Odarya means magnanimity. Magnanimity means undeserved kindness. You get so much more there than what you deserve, especially when you're doing kirtan. Especially, I remember some times in Mayapur, one was, of course, I, I remember it was when I did a first parikram. I'm trying to think who was there. I think Indira was there. Um, Eka Chakra. I did this a few times. And you go out all day chanting and, and it comes a point where you're not producing the name. The name is appearing. It has to come to a point where the name chants you and you feel that in Mayapur. So oh, he's on Puri, it's the ocean. And he smiled as he looked at the waves. He smiled. Now the personified ocean attained the same good fortune that the Ganga and the Jamuna had attained because he bathed there. So when you go to Puri, when you bathe in the ocean, it's a very, very special thing because God bathed in that ocean, that very spot. In this way, the Lord of Vaikuntha resided in the shore of the ocean along with his associates. I remember we used to stay in this place, the Birla Mandir, and it was right on the ocean. Right on the ocean. It's so nice and puri. You get back from the kirtan, middle of the day, weather is so in the, in the winter when we go it's like so ideal it's so ideal people go to the ocean and there's something with when you go in the ocean i don't like the ocean because i don't like to be hit by waves i mean certain people like to be hit by waves i just i like a calm little something but um <laughs> different strokes different folks but but you go out and, and how you feel, it's amazing. The Lord joyfully performed kirtan throughout the night on the most secluded shore of the ocean. 
See, he, the atmosphere and he's feeling. We actually also, we, it, our whole Puriyatra, it started when, when Guna Grimarge brought this devotee who was like a, a successful businessman. He's been a devotee for like 30 years, but he never, never came to India. And then he, he, he came to India and then he wanted me to take him to Puri, but I, I didn't know so much about Puri. So I called Madhavananda and we had our first retreat and we, we had to keep on finding us. So we had to find places. So we found a place called the Prabhupada Hotel. And they had all Mayavadi books in the lobby, which Jayad Waitemard stole. <laughs> and Jayad Waitemard said later, the only thing Prabhupada about the hotel was its name. But the thing about it, it was right on the beach. And it had a little garden in front. We have our guitar in that garden on the moat. Now, this is. The Lord was expert in dancing wildly, dancing wildly in the mellows of his own ecstatic love and the devotees floated the ocean of happiness. I know in classical Indian dance, there's two terms for dance. One is Tandava and that's more Lord Shiva. And Lord Shiva is like the, you know, it's like, it's the, dance of kind of destruction. And there's one in connection with Krishna has another term. And I know because this is described when, when Krishna, who is not the Vara, he's the, you know, the, 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 the Vara means excellent. He's the most excellent, not the, of, 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 of dance. And he's dancing on the Kaliya serpent. It gives a term for his dance, but initially it's a very, very heavy dance because initially it didn't start at his dance. It, it, it initially he, he broke from the coils of the Kaliya serpent and he was knocking down their various heads. He was knocking down their various heads. So because Krishna is, is it here? No, it's not in this verse that they gave, but he's Adi, um, Adi Kalatwam, he's the Adi Guru Kalatwam. He's the original guru of all the arts. You want to learn something, you have to have a guru. And that person has to have a guru. And that person has the guru. The Adi Guru is Krishna. So he's the Adi Guru of all the arts. So when he was dancing on the Kaliya serpent, it was just so natural for him because it's so natural that when, when he was the serpent would come up and he'd hit his head and the serpent would come up and he hit his head and the serpent would come up and he hit his head. But after a while, Krishna just started to have like a beat and he started to dance. And I believe it was called Tandava because it was kind of wild and heavy. Boom, boom, boom. So here it says, um, Tandava Pandit, Tandava Pandit, he, he's, he's a pandit in Tandava. He's a pandit in, in Tandava. He's expert in this dancing. Prabhu, Nija Prema Ras and, and Lord Chaitanya, he's expert in, in, in this, this very wild dancing. But what is its 
origin, it's nidja prema ras. Nidja means his own prema, his own rasa, his own love. Karina tandiva bhakti gana sukha. And, and, and the devotees, by this tandava, bhakti gana, the gana, the, the intimate group of his devotees, shuke base, they floated in this ocean of happiness when they're seeing Lord Chaitanya's dance because what the dance is, it's, it's an expression of his devotion. So the devotion becomes manifest in sound by kirtan. It becomes manifest in movement by dance. It becomes manifest in cooking by food. So you get actually by a, a sensual experience, either by hearing, by tasting, or by seeing, you are able to take that feeling into your heart and it's actually communicated to you. So watching his, his, his dancing, the devotees felt that love. They felt that love. And, and then when they're watching Lord Chaitanya, they're seeing actually not only the dancing manifesting the love, but the bodily is starting to transform in what's called astika sattvika bhavs. There's eight involuntary actions that are a manifestation of deep emotion. So you'll, you'll remember this, like the, we chant in the morning. Mahaprabhu kirtana nitya gita vadita madhyad manasora sena ramansha kampasru taranga bhajo. So this is Romaharsha ashru kampa hunkara garjana. Sweta bahu vidha varna hoya shane shana. At every moment, the Lord displayed various symptoms of ecstatic love, like hair standing on end, crying, shivering, thundering, bellowing, desiring, and changing color. Yata bhakti vikar. Vikar means vikar means transformation. So yati bhakti vikar sakala ekabari paripuna hoya asi All the ecstatic symptoms of devotional service simultaneously and fully manifest in the Lord's body. This only happens in the body of Srimati Radharani, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and maybe the closest associates, but generally it's only them because what it mentions is these eight sattvika bhavs, their intensity is measured by three things. Pervasiveness of the body, that's trembling. Intensity, you can see trembling is intensity. And duration, it can go on for a long time. So when all eight symptoms are maximally pervasive, maximally, maximally, maybe I don't know, you understand, maximally, in the maximum way pervasive, in the maximum way uh, intense, and in the maximum way duration. All eight at the same time are only seen in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Srimati Radharani. So this is like a high standard of, of ecstasy. 
but gets more than that. Yata bhakti vikar, sabai murti mantra, sabe ishvara kali maha shavanampante. All the ecstatic symptoms of devotional service manifested in their personified forms. They're all fully cognizant portions of the Lord's plenary portions. So this is also described in Brahma Vimohan Lila when Lord Brahma came back and he actually saw, when, when Brahma came back and he also saw the cowherd boys were manifested in Vishnu forms. He saw their Aishvarya, their opulence in that all the devotees were surrounding each form doing kirtan, but not only the devotees, but every quality manifest in the universe from Swabhav and Guna and Karma and the modes, they were all simultaneously personified and surrounding, just in that sense that this is the center. This is the worthy worship and the intensity of it. Okay. Um, okay, Isabel had to go to work. Thank you. Okay, Jamuna Jaya, do you have something you appreciate there? Arvill Maharaj, thanks very much for class. I was just really appreciating that um, and just the memory of the mist in Puri. And when you were saying that, that the, so the mercy is everywhere in the mist, I was remembering that nothing ever dries in Puri. I would wash my clothes out and hang them up and they would never ever dry. And I'd be like, oh, it's not wet. But now I'm thinking, oh, but it's nice because now it's still moist with the mercy. So I'm like putting it on. It's like, I'm constantly wearing that mercy from the mist. So thank you for that memory and thanks. Cause I was, I was always annoyed. My clothes were never dry. I think you have become an avadut. Vijay <laughs> Shri usually have some comment you'd like to share. What, what, what? Yes, thank you. Thank you so much, Maharaj. Many wonderful points. What made me very happy when you mentioned Mahavishnu Maharaj and his colorful hat. I had um, I spent uh, some quality time with Maharaj when many years ago we went to Africa, to Tanzania, Rwanda, uh, Uganda to preach there. And the conditions were horrible. We sometimes were we were living in some abandoned places, especially in Rwanda after war. I was cooking for all the devotees, so I had to collect sometimes the rainwater to cook. But Maharaj, he always maintained his happy, colorful mood, the same as his hat, always. Always happy chanting. So it was really, really nice to, to, hear, uh, to hear when you spoke actually about Maharaj during the class when, when you spoke a lot about Kirtan as well and, and importance of Kirtan because Maharaj is so so attached to, to chanting and, and so sincere in that regard. So I really like that. And I have one question, Maharaj, if I can um, ask. So you mentioned that when we die, our mood transcends our mind. So I was wondering, like you said that because of the all intelligence, all the mental capacities of, so only mood matters then. During the life, when everything is working kind of still for us, when 
our intelligence and ability to choose is still on. What matters more, action or the mood? Well, um, how are you going to get the mood if you don't, before you have the mood, how are you going to get the mood unless you use your intelligence to direct your mind? So I don't say one's more important than the other, but, but, and also, unless you get that mood and you get that feeling, then how will you get the inspiration to use your intelligence in Krishna's service? So I think they just play off of each other. Mm -hmm. I, I meant action, action or mood, action. How we behave or, or? Well, I'm just saying the external, um, the internal. Okay. So. The, the, the mind follows the body mm. and the body follows the mind. So the mind follows the body. That's why we pay obeisances. It helps us to feel humble. You do parikram. It helps you to see God in the center. You fold your hands. It helps you to, to, to uh, be in a service mood. So oh. I think they play off of each other. But, mm. Beyond that, I'll just say, you're very fortunate to be able to have that experience. Yes, it was wonderful. It's I mean, they don't get those experiences of going on the front lines of the preaching and really having to depend on Krishna like that. So that's good. Okay. Yeah. Gail, do you, have, you, do you have anything, Gail? Gail? I guess she's not there. Okay. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. <laughs> yeah, I was just um, just a little thing. I was just wondering, you know, what your experience is when you go to the ocean at Jagannath Puri, since you don't like the crashing I, waves. I feel ecstatic. I just don't stay in that long. But I feel ecstatic. When, when you get out of that water, your consciousness, it just, first of all, I, I met it just physiologically, it just adjusts everything in your body. So that's good. I feel ex absolutely ecstatic. And then it's the place where you go to the place in the ocean where Lord Chaitanya bathed. You definitely feel some Samudra Pran and Samudra Prane. Okay, thanks. Uh -huh. Okay, anybody else like to say hello quickly or share something? Hare Krishna Gumaraj, Tota Gopinath here. Hi, Bo, Tota. Hare Krishna. I'll give you a thing about Sunday, where to pick me up. Okay, okay we'll, probably, perfect. we'll probably meet at Krishna's kitchen. I just have to find out the earliest they're open. Okay. okay. Anybody else? Today. Anybody else? Hare, Hare Krishna Maharaj. Okay. Krishna. Okay, we have Braja and Lal. Hi, Bo. Hare Krishna. <laughs> okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thanks for the class. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thank oh, you I don't much. see you though. I have to see you at least twice a week. I guess uh. <laughs> I guess it's not that much power. Okay, there you are. <laughs>
Okay, great to see you both. Haribo. Thank you, Thank you very much. Okay, anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Haribo. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thanks so much for class. Thanks so much for sharing uh, all those uh, stories with your god brothers. I just adore them. I love them. I love to hear about all your stories. With Radha Swami, the Mahavishnu Swami stories too. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Okay. Haribo, good to see you. Anybody else? Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj, Narmasaki here. Haribo. Thank Narmasaki. you. Wonderful class. Thank you, Guru Maharaj. Okay. Soon we have to meet in Govardhan. Okay. Anybody else? Okay, then I'm gonna head out. Anshakalpa Turubya Shaka Pasindu Bhavaja Patitanam Bhavan Abio Vaishnavi.